everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 26th, episode 79. My name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. What up, man? And how's your week been? Uh, it's been crazy. Uh, crazy? Yeah. Oh, work's been work. Uh, my girlfriend moved in, so we're trying Ooh. to... I, yeah, and there wasn't enough space for one person in here <laughs> to begin with. <laughs> So it's you know it's it's fun really trying to fit like three people's worth of stuff into a like nine by twelve room. There you go, jeez. Oh. So if, that's fun. Yeah. So if there's any quality issues, that's on me. I'm on a really awkward setup this week. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man, no problem. Well, my week uh, hasn't been that eventful. I went to well, I I went to. Uh, the food and wine festival at Disney. There you go. But yeah, yeah, no, but I mean that's really it. I haven't. I've been playing. Oh, oh yeah. I uh, got. Wait, I talked about this last week, didn't I? I got the VR. You, I, I think you said you were looking at it. Like you had okay. either you had either almost gotten it or were gonna get it. Okay, so I got it. I got the VR. So, um, I've been okay. So yeah, I guess I haven't I haven't done the show since then. I've been um, I've been messing around with that, uh, and it's been fun. So I'll kind of talk about that later, nice. um, in the show. But yeah, no, it's 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 everything I thought it was gonna be. That like I'll talk about some of the games that I demoed and <clears throat> the games that I purchased and the ones that I do want to purchase. Um, but yeah, man, no, I've the 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 fun that I've had is having friends who would never even look at it put it on not knowing what to expect and be completely blown away nice yeah yeah so that's that's been fun where they're like what is that thing that looks weird okay well holy shit i'm like look around (laughs) look to the right look to the left put your hands out and i was like their minds are blown just completely blown and it's not you know it's expensive. It's definitely expensive. It's like buying a new console, but it's the it's you know. Then I immediately compare it. I go, well, the the HR or the, the HR the VR for the for the PC. That's about a nine hundred dollar buy in compared to what kind of computer you have to have. So they're immediately like, oh, okay, okay. Well, that's a lot, a little bit more reasonable. So right. That's and that's on top of the computer too. Exactly. Exactly. So and that's the thing. Most of my friends have the PlayStation anyway. So, yeah. you know, it's 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 definitely I'll talk more about it later. It's definitely something that's not needed. Like, I don't need this at all. No one needs this. Um, it's 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 just a fun little enhancement thingy, I guess. Uh, you know, I was surprised about the smaller games that I enjoyed more than the bigger games. Um, like there's like a Pong game. I forget the name of it, but it's where you use like your your face as the paddle pretty much and you know you look up and the paddle moves to the left and in front of you and the ball comes towards you and i don't know i enjoyed i sat and played that more than i did like batman nice Uh, yeah just because it was i don't know it was fun it reminded me like old arcade games um that uh yeah it's just everything felt felt, yeah i guess that's right where it felt very much like an arcade um, and I love that. It was fun. Um, it wasn't these like, you know, I, I guess I haven't played that much of Batman. I imagine that's the one that's going to be like engrossing and, you know, uh, with story and whatnot. But I don't know. So I'll talk more about that later. Um, we got got a lot of big news that, that happened this week that I imagine we're going to take some time to talk about. Um, 
the uh, NX uh, thing we'll talk about later in video games, uh, the Switch, you know, now it's officially called. But um, there was some other big uh, trailers that dropped. You want to go ahead and take the first one? Yeah, I got a trailer this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm going to make these jokes until this comes out on Blu-ray, I swear to God. Oh man, no! I imagine yeah. you would, it, dude. I this was, has to be one of the best trailers oh, I've ever it, seen. It was so good. It was I must have watched it good. twenty times. And I love, you know, the the, you know, and a lot of the same tropes: the last gunslinger kind of thing. Oh, they said it to Johnny Cash. Like, it, like so many of those things are almost tropes anymore. But on occasion, you get something like this where you wouldn't want it any other way. Right. Like this is just like the perfect way to do it. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely was. It was, it was everything I was hoping it would be. You know, I I, I heard someone call it the smart man's. Uh, no, no, I'm sorry, the thinking man's X Men, and I kind of liked that yeah. because it does. It has a completely different tone than, at least from what we see from the trailers, than any of the X, other X Men films. You know. Yeah. It's well. It's it's a Wolverine film because the last one was a little more. I don't want to say grounded because you know we had the Silver Samurai, but right. but it was a little more. It was more focused. It right, was much focused. more of a of a character story than it was an ensemble. And you get to be when you can do something like that. You can focus a little more on the introspection, and it's a little more. It's a little more grounded. A little more uh, centralized just around this character. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I could. The thing is, you know, I, back a while ago, when it, when remember when we heard there was going to be a Wolverine's origin film and there was going to be a Magneto origin film, I could totally see them doing a Magneto film kind of like this, where those are the two characters and actors that just really, you know, could could, could pull those could pull that off, and you know, I don't know, just in the trailer. It, it, and a lot of comparison that I noticed I picked up immediately was The Last of Us. Yeah. In the trailer. It just screamed to me of The Last of Us. Um, that I wonder if Sony's like, damn it, you know? <laughs> like now, now if we do Last of Us, everyone's going to compare it to this. But, um, yeah, it was just I, – I, lo- I, I don't know. I just I loved the trailer, how it went to the song. You know, I don't want to get into spoilers because if you've read – you know, um, old man Logan, you kind of know where this is headed or why the world is how it is. And I think they immediately, all I'll say is they immediately hinted at that at the very beginning of the trailer. Yeah, they, um, they did a little bit. And that's, if yeah. that element is something that they include, that's going to be, that's going to be genuinely shocking. It is, yeah, because last time we we left off with these characters, you know, the the in the timeline, um, everything was good. Wolverine yeah. has you know was back in school and Jean was alive and everything was good. So <clears throat> I'm curious where this falls. Uh, I'm also curious, you know, at the end of it, like what are they going to do? Uh, obviously, this is what they're saying is this is Hugh Jackman's last ride. This is his last movie. Who knows what they do moving forward? Who knows, you know, what they do with Wolverine um, as his character or, you know, his offspring or whatnot um, or, all you know, all the other characters that take the title and whatnot. Um, I'm curious what happens after that, because that's a huge character to kind of put on the shelf, 
you know. I know they have Deadpool now, and that's kind of their their golden ticket. But for since Fox have done superhero movies, it's always been Wolverine. I think as their their guy, their guy that sells tickets. Um, so I'm curious what they do. I'm curious how they uh, where they go from this, and 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 if they go further in you know into the future, um, or if. You know, or if after that they take a second and reboot things, who knows? I think I think they go back. You know, I think this is one of those that like it exists in continuity, but it's so far down the road. Is like, it that far though? I think yes. they said it was like twenty twenty or something. No, there's no way it's that. Well, but I mean, here's the thing: the in their timeline, they're still in the eighties, so they've got oh, they've got forty years in their timeline that they can can go through that's true so they'll have so they'll have plenty of time for that yeah yeah. because i know what the next one they wanted to do like a 90s x-men or whatever yeah that's yeah that makes sense um you know oh man 90s x-men that's gonna look cool (laughs) yeah that's that's the one i can't wait for um but yeah no man this is in the name on it you know kudos to you uh it was that's perfect because it is such a it feels like a personal film right and i i love that it's not wolverine right that they're not using the 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 superhero name of it but they're using the person name yeah that 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 says more about the tone i think than than anything else exactly yeah and this is i mean when we see him you know uh obviously protecting that girl that that is wolverine that is that's logan that is him to a t that's what he's kind of always been in the comics you know everyone sees him as the the guy with the claws and he's a you know he's the best there is what he does and he's you know he heals really fast and all this stuff but all of his the best stories is, is him being like a father figure and guiding these kids um kind of like professor x was and that's why you know i think why in the comics when professor x died he was the guy who took over as the headmaster because that's what he does you know he's and so i don't know i just i think this is it looks and i'm probably gonna hate myself but it looks like the most most authentic type of uh, x-men film yeah so just from the trailer you know i got all that from the trailer who knows the movie could be <laughs> garbage but it looks really good um yeah, is there anything else we want to say about it? I mean, there was a lot of Easter eggs and stuff, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, they hinted at this, that, and, and some other yeah. things. But, uh, but you know, I mean, that's what they do. They drop all the little, like, and here's this for you. I think especially because of how well Deadpool did, they're right. they're taking a, a, a really strong look at the idea of, of fan service. Mm-hmm. Just being like, what's oh, yeah. a way we can do this? You know, the way that the Marvel movies do it, but we're not going to say that, you know. Right, exactly. Well, hey, when we get into the spoiler section at the end of the show, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, once we put the big, hey, do not listen anymore if you have not read the comic sort of thing. Right. Um, but but yeah, man. So <clears throat> that's not the only trailer teaser thing we got this week. We got uh, Guardians 2. Yeah, and it looked more like the Guardians. Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, we didn't see any of the new people. No, no, we didn't. Yeah, that was a bit odd. I thought. Well, but Easy. I mean, it was it was like a minute teaser. It was yeah. It, it was just supposed to be, hey guys, they're back, you know. And then in whenever they decide to release the trailer, which I'm sure will probably be before Doctor Strange. 
Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I, I imagine it was going to be <clears throat> with Doctor Strange, or like you said, yeah, 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 that's like what I meant. Yeah. yeah. So, oh wait, that's next week, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, uh, I'm in a group where I saw some people from England saw it, and they said it was one of their favorite Marvel films. So it's been getting good reviews. Now I would love a Doctor Strange VR game. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Marvel, we know that Marvel and Telltale are working on something, but we still oh, don't know true. what. <laughs> yeah, oh, a tall, imagine a Telltale game in VR. That would be crazy. Now you're, now you're talking. Yeah, that would actually be really cool. Um, but no, I mean, like, I don't know necessarily, like, uh, a Telltale game. I mean, like, an actual, like, you know, you're doing the spells with the with the wand things. Um and it just going all around you and suddenly reality's breaking away below you. Like they could do some really cool stuff in VR yeah. with Doctor Strange. Um, it, when I saw the trailer after playing with the VR, it's what I immediately thought. I thought, oh, that would be so cool in VR. I imagine someone at Marvel and Sony are going, hey, let's get on this because <laughs> that could be really cool. Um, I... Even if it was just like a little experience thing. True. That you got in for you know, 10 or 20 minutes and maybe like a a free download or something like that to, to promote the movie, like that would be really cool. Um, I'm surprised there's not one for Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I mean, who knows? There might be. Uh, apparently there's new things dropping all the time in it. Okay. I just haven't, I haven't, I haven't looked. It's, the, it's one thing about the store where like I wish I could – I went to VR and then like I had to dive deep to get like all of VR instead of like – Here's the top things. Here's the best things. Here's the new things. It's like, can I just get a list of everything? <laughs> and I finally found that after digging. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we got some Deadpool two news. You want to go ahead and take it? Yeah, we got a lot of Deadpool two news. Um, yeah. So apparently, Tim Miller is out as director. That's weird. He apparently he and. Reynolds had some creative differences. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. From from what they're saying, uh, Tim wanted to do like a more stylized version, mm-hmm. and Ryan wanted to kind of keep it a little more towards the comics. And right. remember, a while back we talked about uh, I forget the guy's name who they were looking at casting as Cable. Right. And uh, and Tim Miller was really behind that and thought it was a great idea. Ryan did not. And the studio went with him on it. So they clashed over the cable casting as well. And apparently Tim said, you know what? Fine. I'm out. Wait, so the studio did not want cable? They didn't. They, they sided with uh, Ryan Reynolds. He was like, no, nah, I don't want this guy. Oh, you're saying the actor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so we don't know though yet, right? Right. When I mean, this is kind of where you know it's it's sort of like here's here's what people right. are saying, kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so basically, there was a guy they were going to pick that Tim Miller liked. Ryan Reynolds did not like him, and the studio signed with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Gotcha. And so he threw his hands up and said, "Okay, well, can't do this." Yeah, that that and the and the other creative differences, which is always just such a bullshit right. catch-all term. Right. Exactly. Uh, but uh, 
we got to we've got a a, a reported shortlist for uh, uh, people who are going to be cast as Domino. Okay. Uh, it's either going to be Lizzie Kaplan from the interview, Mary Elizabeth Winstead from Scott Pilgrim, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, Sienna Miller from American Sniper, uh, Sophia Butella from Kingsman, uh, Stephanie Sigmund from Spectre, and Sylvia Hoax from uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Who do you like? I uh, I don't know. I kind of like. I, I I'm a little personally biased towards uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I really like her. Um, I don't really like Sienna Miller for this one. I I would go with Sophia Butella. I would. I think she would be. Yeah. The, I think she'd be the best choice. Yeah, I'm looking at her. She looks definitely like the part. Um, out of all the actresses, when I went over, when I was going through them, I was like, oh, that definitely looks like Domino. Yeah. Yeah. That would be. <clears throat> that would be great, man. I, I don't know. I think the movie's still gonna be good. I don't think it's like doomed or anything like that. Whenever you see um. Someone drop off because something like that. It's not, not normally good news, um, but I don't know. I have faith. They still have their writing and staff. You know, they still have, you know, they still have a lot of good people behind the movie. It's just, I did see some uh, some petitions. People wanted Quentin Tarantino to direct it. I think that's the most brilliant idea ever. <laughs> I love that idea. Yeah, that would be crazy. The thing is, it wouldn't be, in it, in a sense, that would be great but it would not be deadpool i don't think it would be it would be completely different style yeah and i think that and i think that was kind of where miller wanted to go it sounded like they wanted a more uh, they wanted a a completely different kind of tone and style and that was something that apparently ryan was dead set against so i think that's it's it's almost like okay well we're not gonna get tim miller what if we get tarantino it's kind of like okay well we didn't want to go like a mile down this road. What if we go twelve? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, it would. Yeah, exactly. It, it 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 wouldn't feel like Deadpool at all if it was Tarantino, but it would be a fun experiment. But dude, they, I don't think they want to. They don't want to break what's you know. They don't want to fix what's not broken. Like this right. was huge for them. So you know, I, I imagine they're gonna want to play it safe, uh, even though not playing it safe is what got them there in the first place. But you right. know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, I don't know. I think, I think this would be like a good idea for like some shorts. Get, yeah, yeah. D- do like, you know, get like five or six wildly different directors to do like a few minutes, you know, give them each like a five or six minute short to do. Yeah, exactly. And do that. That would be cool. Cause you know, you could get, you could get Tarantino, you could get Alfonso Cuarón, you could, you could get, God, you could get, I don't I don't even know. Um, well, you know, after watching Black Mirror on Netflix, I got to thinking, why doesn't Marvel have a, sh- a show 10 episodes long or 13 or whatever, where every episode was its own kind of story with one of their random superheroes that's not on screen yet. And it's its own little boom, boom story. And then depending on how the popularity on it, they can pull from that. So like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it'd be like every episode's its own hour long thing. And I'm sorry, not, not 10 episodes. It'd be like four or five or six, like, uh, like black mirror is. 
So it's like you'd get a handful of episodes. And then what they can do is afterwards they can kind of figure out, oh, people really liked episode three. With Moon Knight, bam, he'll get his own series. Perfect. Like, that would be a cool little experiment to do. Um, and that could get them to do some of the weird ones, too, you know? That could be the way they yeah. they do something like Devil Dinosaur. Exactly. Like, just, like just exactly. something crazy off the wall like that. That would be awesome, yeah. it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, a little anthology series. That would be that would be awesome. Um, exactly. And, exa- and, and it would be a really great barometer to see, like, okay, which ones of these really popped? Yep, and exactly. If nothing else... You know, say none of them carry over. None of them have, like, tremendous massive appeal. Right. You're still going to have a solid little series. You know, Marvel, yep. pres- you know, and and it doesn't even have to be, you know, Marvel Presents. Mm-hmm. You could you could really just title it that. And each yep. episode title is what you fill in. Like, you don't have to get kooky with it. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that would be perfect. It, it That would be a really cool way to introduce these just complete left field characters that, you know, that might stick and and how depending on how an audience reacts to it it's just like black mirror not every episode is good some of them are duds but when they hit they hit and so if they had a few that hit really well and people were like oh that is such a cool character hire different directors for each you know each movie just make them make them all completely different yeah um tones and whatnot and see what sticks and there you go and that's a it's a good barometer so i don't know so that would be really cool that that's how i could see them doing something like that um you know just kind of experimenting like you could have a tarantino style one you know uh, or you could have like a guardian style one um but I think they'd all still be pretty grounded. But you know what I mean? Like one more comedic, one more right. all dialogue. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We got some other amazing news here. Um, uh, our boy Donald Glover uh, cast as Lando Calrissian <laughs> in Han Solo's standalone film. I, who else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like who else? Like he's he is perfect for this. He really is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, when I saw that, we saw it a few weeks ago where it was like he's kind of on the short list or people rumored to – they're looking at him, and uh, I'm glad he got it, man. His Atlanta show, I've talked about it on here before. It is it is fantastic. I absolutely love it. And you know, when I, we were thinking about um, who could play him in the Han Solo movie, it never really hit me, I guess. I, I, I guess I assumed he might be in it and they would just cast somebody. I really kind of either wanted an un, unknown – or Donald Glover, just because I think of like a long, uh, a young uh, uh, Billy D. Um, Williams. Billy D. Yeah, wow, I forgot his name for a second. <laughs> Billy D. Williams. I, that's the only actor I really think that could do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the look. He's got the charisma. He's just it's really well. He's, uh, he's got but, the swagger for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. He, he can um, absolutely. So. He's he's got the kind of personality where he could just walk into a room and. At the same time, own it and be hated by everyone in it. <laughs> exactly, and apparently we're going to see how he um, uh, he loses the, the the Falcon. Well, I mean that would be, I mean because he lost it to Han. Yep. So I mean that's <laughs> yeah. I, I mean look with Han Solo, it's three characters: it's Han, Chewie, and the Falcon. Yep. Yeah, so, that's I mean, true. That's you know that you would have to have that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, we got some Rogue One film, uh, some Rogue One news, a film to open December 15th in the UK. So that's a little bit early for them. Yeah, they get it, what, a day early, I think? Yeah. Damn Brits. 
So, just gotta stay off the internet. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. No Twitter. No Twitter for a yeah. day. Now, did they uh, get um, they episode got, 7 early? Yeah, they did. They got it early, too. That's right. That's right. Yeah, just... Okay, time, guess... to, move, time to move to the UK. <laughs> yeah, how are they... Oh, it's filmed there. That's probably why they're... I, I would imagine so. As a, as a thank you for like, hey, you know, the, the right. tax incentives and everything are, are nice, but, you know, we're... We're gonna pay you back with this too. It seems like Disney's doing that a lot more lately. They did that. They, I mean, uh, uh, the Doctor Strange just came out in in the UK. Really? Yeah, I believe so. That that's where that kid saw it. Maybe it was an early screening. Might have been. I'll have to. Yeah, I have to check on that. Because otherwise, yeah. I'm gonna have to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Uncharted, the film. Uh, revived with sean levy um night of the museum tapped to direct yeah um just when you thought nathan drake was out he's back <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah that's what I, it seems like right yeah and that did just kind of come completely out of left field yesterday it was like oh hey by the way here's this I was like, whoa right it should be yeah. bigger news than like because I, I found out from yahoo movies which right, no yeah. disrespect to them but usually like something like IGN or or even like Nerdist would have you know like they would pounce on that in a heartbeat. I think they're like we've this is the boy who cried wolf. I possibly <laughs> very, very yeah. possibly. Yeah, they're like oh okay all right so Sony's <laughs> deciding to get on the uh, Uncharted now, but I don't know. Um, we'll see. We got some Godzilla two news. Um. Michael Daltrey, uh, Superman Returns X2, um, reportedly hired to write and direct upcoming sequel. Yeah, not too long after we went up last week, uh, he was hired on as a screenwriter. And then a few oh. days ago, they were like, hey, you know what? Maybe we get this guy to direct, too. <laughs> well, there we go. Yep. So, okay, project moving forward. Yep. <laughs> um, Prometheus 2, uh, Xenomorphs apparently to be named neomorphs in upcoming film yeah um sure i don't i mean i don't care i know it's supposed to be what is it alien paradise lost whatever that is it's prometheus 2 because i don't want people getting their hopes up right uh but uh, that's the way i'm always gonna look at it it's like it's an alien movie no it's not because those were well at least a couple of them were good uh, right yeah <laughs> you know re resurrection was not but you know what are you gonna do yeah but yeah, yeah, I, you know, okay, fine. They've got a name for him. That's that's all right. Whatever. Yeah. Why we? Why the difference between xenomorphs and neomorphs? I be. I who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, what's what's okay? Um, let's see here. We got some Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones Five news. Uh yeah, David uh, David Cope, who's writing it, says that uh, Lucas is not involved with the story. So I guess that's a good thing. I, yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah. Yeah, um, I know that's kind of a cynical way to look at it, but I think that's what a lot of people on the internet are like. Okay, we might like this one. I mean, look, sorry, after the prequels, like that kind of tanked any of Lucas's like creative goodwill. Right. Like you, you yeah. did good work, you created the stuff, and then you came along and you kind of ruined it. Right. So. Well, I mean, even with the last Indiana Jones, I thought the idea was cool, but the payoff just—it was weird with the monkeys in the trees and stuff like that. It just didn't. Yeah, it was. 
I, Indiana Jones movies need to be less effects heavy, less visual effects heavy. Go back oh, to I a, agree. go back to a traditional old style, just adventure film. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's what that's based on is just this pioneering kind of adventure film, like this whole thing of like, oh look, and the dashing guy in the jungle, and you know, like, and then but they and they play on that, and that's what makes yeah. it great. Don't worry about like, oh this this effect shot's gonna be great. Screw that. And enjoy, make it an enjoyable film first. Make it a fun story, and then go from there. Right. Don't make it like King Kong, where it just seems like they're running through green screen of things attacking them. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. All right. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, when we get back, we'll get into more movie news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we got some uh, more movie news. Um, you go ahead and take this next one. I've never heard of this. Yeah. Um, Philip Reeve did a, it was a, a sci-fi series. I forget if it was, I think it was a young adult series. It was called the mortal engines. And okay. apparently that's going to be Peter Jackson's next project over at universal. Oh, so we're not getting Skyrim. Right. <laughs> no, no, well, that's cool. Yeah. No, uh, no elder scrolls movies for us anytime soon. Oh, man, I would love an Elder Scrolls movie. Oh, that game just came out, didn't it? The remaster. Uh, Friday. Friday. Oh, I, yeah, I thought it came out today. Or no, it comes out, comes out Friday. I know it's weird, right? It is. I'll definitely be picking that up. Um, I want to go through that game again for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, before I forget, this Friday, I think, uh, is when Target, Friday or Saturday is when Target starts there, buy two games, get one free. And it's like all games. Really? Yeah. So if you're looking to get any new games or anything, uh, this upcoming week is the week to do it. Um, they're getting ready for Christmas and everything. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, check your t- local Target ad for that. Um, should be this weekend. Um, so heads up. Um, let's see here. Where were we? Where were we? Okay, Willy Wonka. Warner Brothers developing film focused on character. David Heyman to produce. Yeah. So it's just like a prequel? I It didn't say, but I'm guessing. Like, it, we kind of have to be. That's the only part of that we haven't explored already. Right. For better Wasn't or worse. Wasn't there a... This, Willy Wonka came from a book, right? Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Right, and there was a sequel book. Okay. And it was weird... Oh, <laughs> Yeah, because I believe I read something about, like, they want to explore, um, I'm sorry, they wanted to explore, or they wanted to, like, open up the Willy Wonka world as to make, like, a series, if that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Which I, I, I don't know if there's an audience for that. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't know, where's the audience for this, you know, I don't know. It. Oh, by the way, I just looked up the ad, it's... It is um, the 30th through the 5th. So that's the Sunday through um, Saturday. Right. So it's all, yeah, so it's pretty much all next week. It's all next week. And it's, I mean, they have pictures of Call of Duty and Skyrim and all that other stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, Mafia, 2K, Battlefield, all that stuff. So that should, that should all be buy two, get one free. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Warner Brothers kind of that's 
I don't know. I mean, how many more Willy Wonka's? I don't know. I, I, I liked the original. I saw parts of the the remake, and I wasn't a fan. But I, it wasn't aimed at me, you know. So I imagine kids like the movie because it's all weird and wacky. <clears throat> but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm with you. I don't see a big audience for this. Although I would have <coughs> thought there wasn't a big audience for Alice in Wonderland either. But boy, was I wrong. Yeah, that's uh, you're right. Yeah, I I mean Alice in Wonderland I think goes deeper than than Willy Wonka though. Like there's a I don't know. There's more of a cultural thing to that, right? Yeah, but the movie sucked. No, I yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> um uh we got some what, Sam Phillips, uh Leonardo DiCaprio to star an upcoming biopic uh about Sun Studios producer. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Tell me about it. What's Sam Phillips is the guy behind? Uh, he was the guy at Sun Studios behind, uh, pretty much behind Elvis. Basically, that was the big claim to fame that he uh, had. Okay. But they did like they did a whole bunch of different artists, which for some bizarre reason escaped me for a moment. Um, Johnny Cash was another one. Uh, oh, that makes sense. But but like Elvis was the big one. He was that Jerry was Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley. Yeah, those are the three big ones for him. Yeah. I guess. So that's so that's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be a fun little a little biopic. He was also a early investor in Holiday Inn chain of hotels. Really, I didn't know that. Yep. He also uh, advocated for racial equality and helped break down racial barriers barriers in the music industry. That makes sense. Well. Sure. I mean, you know, rock and roll is basically white guys doing black music. Yeah, rock and roll. <laughs> was, well, that, yeah, I mean, look, love it or hate it, that was pretty much how it started. Oh, yeah, yeah. It says noteworthy for his rhythm and blues country and rock and roll. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That's cool. I, You know, I love Leo. He, uh, any movie he's in, pretty he's, you know... Any movie he does, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch it, you know. <laughs> right, I'll give, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's let's get into some TV news here. We got some. Oh, you, uh, you go ahead and take this one. I know you want it. it yeah, um, there was finally an actual like because we've had teasers and posters, and Netflix has been tweeting really mean, horrible teases about this, uh, and we finally got a full trailer for the. Uh, the next Gilmore girls mini season that they're doing. And <laughs> it was awesome. It was, yeah. that was a, a complete and total fan service trailer that worked. It was, it had, it hit all the right notes of like, okay, here's what the, here's what the episodes are going to be kind of about. So you got like an actual substantive trailer and they crammed it full of just about every kind of like little, fan service bit of everything you could want it was it was awesome <laughs> that's cool <clears throat> yeah i haven't seen it so i you I'll you haven't seen the show out. so you won't you won't you, you'll look at it and you'll probably be like oh okay that's gonna be a thing yeah like you you'll get the main points which is fine yeah yeah no i'll definitely check it out i'm wondering if that's if, if you think this is all purely for the fans or do you think someone could come in and watch this last mini thingy and and still enjoy it i uh, i'm hesitant to say that just because it's just because it's on the same line of like it is it is the next season basically right so i would i would really hesitate to be like oh yeah you could jump in here and get this i don't i don't think so just because i don't you know that's not really something you could do with a lot of tv 
if you jumped right. in like in season cuz this would really be like season 8 so okay. if you, if you were going to jump into to any show that late you're going to you're going to be asking like oh who's this what's that why are these important you know just just by the nature of of coming in so late oh okay I mean, you okay. you're more than welcome to give it a shot <laughs> but I, I'm curious. I, I do think you would be like, oh, why is this important? Why is this a thing? You know, what is it, it just just by the nature of, of these things have been established for 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 so many seasons now. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check it out. Um, we got some Jessica Jones news uh, season two to be directed completely by female directors. I love this news. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, did we talk about? I don't see it here, but did we talk about the uh, actors that joined the cast of The Punisher? No, they got I new. Think. They got another new list. Yeah, well, it, is it the same ones? Okay, so is it D- Daniel Weber from eleven twenty two sixty three has been cast as Lewis Walcott, um, uh, a young veteran who has difficult time um, reassembling to civilian society. We have Jason R. Moore. Um, joins as Curtis Hoyle, a friend of Frank Castle's and one of the few people he knows is still alive. Um, Paul Soltz uh, from Nurse Jackie will play Rollins, a high-ranking member of the CIA whose operations in Afghanistan intersect with Frank Castle. Jamie Ray Newman from Bates Motel plays Sarah Lieberman, uh, Micro's wife, uh, played by Ebon Moss Barach, um, whose marriage has made her life far more complicated. And Michael Nathanson uh, from Wolf of Wall Street has been cast as Sam Stein, a Homeland agent who is challenged by his partnership with uh, Dana, um, which is played by Amber Ross Reba. So those are some of the new uh, cast members. Nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so um, I don't know. There's some Punisher news. Um <laughs> So excited for that and Jessica Jones. I think that's awesome about Jessica Jones. All female directors. It's perfect. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you been watching any of uh, Legends of Tomorrow? I have not. Oh, my God. It is so Doctor – it is more Doctor Who this season than I ever thought they could possibly get. Really? Like I th- honestly if – they've, if they've not made an official announcement, like they are – it is Doctor Who. Like it is – to the T, time traveling, you know. I feel like I'm watching Wishbone here because they're just they're, <laughs> they're just time traveling and they're changing their outfits. It feels like Star Trek. Episode nine of this new season is called Raiders of the Lost Art. Like they are just oh, no, so on, on the now. nose. <laughs> they are so on the nose. They are traveling to different time periods. It is perfect. It is so yeah. Like this show, I honestly thought you would absolutely love just because of how, just how wacky and you know, Doctor Who it is. Because um, it, oh, it's just it's so good. It's so good. I'm glad this exists. Good. <laughs> you know? Good. 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 Yeah, so the seasons have been pretty good. They've done um, – it was a little cheesy with the Justice Society of America, but um, it looks just like the Justice Society. Like it's you know, to the T of what I, uh, what I imagined them looking like, but I guess they were always a little cheesy to begin with. Well, sure, Golden Age. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they meet up with them and 
shenanigans happen and and they're building up basically the um uh oh what are the villains called the what do you look for not the, the justice league the legion of the, doom the villain legion of doom that's it yes okay oh yeah that's right they, they're, that's right yeah they're doing that yeah you're seeing uh the guy from um sorry just a little off today but the the, the bad guy from the last season of arrow oh uh damian dark Damien Dark, yes, and the Flash's villain, the one um, Ed Ed Ark, uh, not Ed Ark. Oh, Aobard Sean, is that who you're looking That's for? That's <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. So you seeing them start to like team up, and then you see other villains come into the fold, and you're just like, oh, okay, this is going. They're literally doing that, so it's it's perfect. It's so good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm loving it so far, and you know, it's <laughs> it's just so on the nose. It's so good. Um. But yeah, all right. So we got some some Night Rider news. Yeah, apparently Justin Lin really really loves things about cars. Yeah. Yeah, it's not enough that he's done Fast and Furious and that he's doing Hot Wheels, but he's doing The interesting thing is he's doing a Night Rider series for Machinima. Oh, really? And that's the that's the interesting part. They couldn't get it on a network because it's a horrible, awful, terrible idea. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do a digital series. Um, okay. where it will die an ignoble death um, right. as it deserves. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you see that uh, the Big Bang Theory's Jim Parsons uh, is going to produce a new CW series based on a Zach Helm novel called The Terranauts? No, I hadn't seen that. Okay. I've never heard of that either. Let me, uh, it says, the Terranauts is described as an epic story of science, society, sex, survival, and ultimately human folly and ambition. Uh, said to inspired by the biosphere to real-life experiment, the story revolves around eight scientists enlisted to run a biosphere that will prove vital for humanity's survival in an off-Earth colony. Their goal is to successfully create a sustainable environment, uh, house generations to come, but things don't go quite as planned. Well, yeah, because Biosphere 2 was a catastrophe, if I remember right. Uh, Biosphere 2. I've never seen that. Uh, I've no, seen Biodome. Uh, uh, no, I mean... <laughs> that was a catastrophe. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. What else? What other news we got here? They're making a Candy Crush game show. <laughs> a game show? Game show, not a series. A freaking game show. They're making this. I my head's gonna explode here. So apparently, oh, oh, oh. they're going to be. They're they're going to it's, it's going to be interactive with the people at home because you know of what of course it is I, uh... Logan Logan I know that's got to be upsetting but but the moment you said that I honestly thought about my grandma she would have loved that man then and the thing is I'm sure I'm not alone but a lot of people's moms and grandparents love that game they still play it they're the ones that still play that game I could totally see. Uh, that community, this the same community that gets up and watches um, uh, The Price is Right, love that kind of game. I, I thought about that comparison. I did. But, oh, man. Uh, yeah, but I mean, here's the thing. Nobody is guessing, nobody's actively participating in, in the showcase showdown from home. There's not, that's true. There's... That's true. I, I don't know if that's that's going to be a disconnect. Yeah. But I, I could totally, because think about it, Candy Crush's audience right now 
It's not me and you. We got off that train a long time ago. It's not really people our age. It is the older crowd. Right. You know, they're the ones still playing Words with Friends and still playing those those kind of games. Uh, and it's, I mean, literally, my parents, my grandparents, I see them constantly playing those games, the ones that we got off a long time ago. Um, I could totally see an audience for that. But interactive, yes. I don't. That that's I, you're not, you. You wouldn't have got my grandma in being able to do that. She, she loved to do the, um, the wheel of fortune stuff like that, where like you enter in a contest at the end of the game or whatever. Right. But that's it. It wasn't like inner like press one on a. What do you like? Bring up an app and tap something. I would guess. Yeah, that is really odd. That is really odd. <laughs> so, well, I, I definitely want to pay attention to that to see what that turns out to be. But who knows? Who knows? That's weird. Yeah. Um, we got to take a quick break. Okay. Are we Are we out of time? We'll do or... that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we get back, we'll get in some video game news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And let's get into some video game news. Yeah, a couple big, big things this week. We're going to talk about uh, Nintendo Switch here in a second. But yeah. uh, the uh, the video game actors portion of the uh, SAG After Union uh, started a strike on the 21st, on Midnight Pacific on the 21st. They have been negotiating for about two years over um, the idea of sessions being cut down to two hours there. And there've been a couple other things. There was um, the idea of what was it like a, like stunt pay or something along those lines for like the big, like, you know, how many times do you see blood curdling scream on a script? And I, you know, I, I, I side with the actors unions partially out of principle because I do, you know, if, if if there's anything to the history of Hollywood you learn, it's that they will, you know, studios have always been about themselves because it's a business. Like, you know, there's there's an honesty to both sides here. But but there's just from when I I did the the portions of an audiobook I did just to see how that goes without mm-hmm. any like there was no real stress or anything to it. I would do like an hour of that and my voice would be shot. So yeah. ev- even if you're trained, you know, four hours must just be must be murder and to right. have to do like all of the kinds of things that they have to do to really, it, you know, it's not just reading straightforward. You know, think about the last video game you played and how many different t- just my thing is just think how many different types of screams there are from one character when they die mm-hmm. like that's And all those are recorded usually in the same session. And right. that's, I mean, that's got to be killer. And if, if I go back to, uh, I go back to watching, uh, I know that voice with, which was, was DiMaggio's, um, little documentary. It's a fantastic documentary about voice actors, but he, cause he voiced, I forget whoever it was in Gears of War. Mm-hmm. And you remember they're all growly and gravelly and imagine doing that for four hours. And I mean, right. yeah, I know they get paid, but I mean, that's you got to have some time to rest on that. Man. So I, 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 you know, looking at, at what their what their list was, I did not think they were being unreasonable in the slightest. 
and the the studios and everybody just kind of said, well, you know, we think you are being unreasonable. They said, all right, then. Um, good luck. Right. So, they... so if you could tell me the list, I don't have that in front of me. And I've only heard bits and pieces. What exact like what what's the bullet points of what they're let me yeah let me uh let me find it here while, while you look for that while you look for that one one thing that i found extremely interesting and this did you know like you i'm 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 almost certainly on the side of uh the mun- the, the union and whatnot um there are some things that i did hear where i thought you know what that doesn't make sense you know um some of the things they wanted but that's why i want to hear the list but one thing that did make sense is you know apparently some of them were doing voice work they would get hired on for a job not knowing the game not knowing what it was for not being told what it was for just be told to read read lines in a specific manner and then suddenly you realize oh i just did work for fallout 4 and you didn't you know you would think going into a project that doesn't happen with movies or or tv shows when you go audition for those things you're told you're auditioning for Star Wars, so you know what you should ask for for pay, and you know what you should be negotiating for, all that sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Right. But for video games, when you're when you're you're auditioning for something and you're getting you got a part, and suddenly you're doing voiceover for something and you still don't even know the title's name because of the secrecy. Exactly. And then you find out it makes, you know, millions, because of how much you know, you know, because of its Fallout Four. You know, that sucks. That's weird. That doesn't happen in television or film. You at least know, oh, okay, well, I'm auditioning. This is for the new Star Trek show or something. Like, you're, It's not a big surprise where you actually find out much later, oh, well, I could have, you know, I could have asked for more money or I could have, you know, gotten something else uh, or or I could have made that a priority over something else. Right. Um, yeah, because you don't know. So I, th- I thought that was extremely weird and rare. Because you don't find that in any other industry. That it would make sense that that would be one of the things they would fight for is to like, okay, we need to know the projects. The secrecy thing is is it's it's way too. There's no other business that does that, and I I get why companies would want to keep their cards close to the vest. But that's why you sign what the what the NDAs, NDAs or whatever they're called. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, a that's simple. What... You won't talk about this project. Okay, fine. Like that's right. that's not you know it's not like that's a brand new thing. And it's not like we don't know that there's a new uh, Elder Scrolls that's going to come out eventually and Fallout eventually and Grand Theft Auto eventually. Like it, it's even if that stuff leaked, we knew Red Dead forever. It's still not going to. I don't think knowing that Red Dead Redemption was going to eventually happen. Like let's say it leaked, uh, and it did. Didn't like a map leak leak like four four months ago. Something like that. Yeah. If something leaked and said, hey, I just did voice work for this new uh, Red Dead game, it's not going to ever once take away a sale. It's not going to make someone go, well, I guess I'm not going to buy that. If anything, it'd make people go, oh, there's one coming down the road. I'll keep atten- I'll keep paying attention for it. You know, I, I don't know. I just think that's so odd. So they've got – all right, I've got it up here. Okay. Um, this the first one here. This surprised me because I forgot about this. Uh, there's no there's no uh, royalties for video That's games. That's the one thing where I didn't. I don't know if I agree with. Really? Because there's more into that character than just the actor. Well, the I, voice actor. I and I and I get that, but the actor is an integral part of that. 
Right, but who gets the royalties to? Uh, uh I don't know. Um, on scr- something on screen, the 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 actor. There's there is are, it the actor. There are like, residual. There are residuals for everything else. Uh, I guess. I mean, this uh, is you know you're talking about like a songwriter. Every time somebody goes out, you know, um, every time somebody – that entire Chevy campaign with Like a Rock, you know they made massive money on that because that's royalties. That's that's right. what you get a royalty check for when you're merchandise. See, here's a great example. This is what CM Punk started his fight with WWE over. Was so should 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 the designers get royalties as well, the people who created the character and animated them? I that's the interesting thing about that is is does that is that work for hire or is that just part of what you're expected as part of the company act actors are are a kind of outside contractor they're kind of independent contractors that are brought in to do this thing they're not in house there's there's yeah, a there's a I different... feel like I don't know I, I I mean I guess this is kind of well hey if you're getting it shouldn't we be getting it kind of argument but, but that but, I'm making but but I, that's that's part of the and that's that's tricky I agree because that's a difference between being an employee of a company and being somebody else brought in from outside and you and you don't get this with with everywhere else you know nobody's dragging somebody into McDonald's to help make make McMuffins. But, but, but to be fair, though, they, they work on these project to project. They could be gone the next project. Right. But um, but you're 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 a part of this organization. There's which true. there's there is a difference between. Yeah, I know somebody who's a lead designer on Fallout 4 could could next time around actually be a, a designer on whatever the next Star Wars is at a completely different studio. I get that. But but they are hired in the studio. They are part of the Excuse right. me. They are part of this team, whereas actors are specifically brought in. They're not. They're not part of the team. They are. They are an outside contractor brought in to do this, and and there is something to be said that they do bring their own kind of spin to these things. They do leave a piece of themselves in that character, and that just seems like there's. It, it's more of a village making the character than one person, like an actor. That's all. Does that make sense? I I, like, I I see that, and I and I understand, and that is a good point. It is a good point because it's not. It you're right. It's not just a, an actor, and it's not right. just and and that's and that also. And I, and I don't want to take anything away from what they're doing because they are a major part of it. But that's where, that's the one thing that I heard that I was like, I don't know. I, I and I I don't and I don't know. Um, I guess I would side more onto the actor side for that, but. That's the one where I, I guess I just don't know enough about that that side of the industry to. Well, and here's here's the other thing, is that they're not looking for one like per every copy sold. They they want they want bonuses at every two million copies sold. Wasn't there a whole hubbubaloo about a game not too long ago where they were one percent off, and they didn't get. The royalties, and I think it was a Bethesda game. Maybe it was Fallout as well. I, I could be wrong. There was a game not too long ago where they really got screwed because they were one percent off, and the studio refused to pay them more. See, and yeah. that's and and here's another thing: how many games will use? Uh, you know, it's not just voice, but there's also motion capture, and right, there's that's and true. or or it, or if nothing else, that a scan of the actor's face. 
And I guess this is more future-proofing, so that because moving forward, we're going to see more and more games like Uncharted. Right. Yeah. Where the the you you're what you're 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 watching the game, you're playing the game, and for a moment you're like this this is you're seeing the complete portrayal of the character, and you can tell it's all motion captured. Um, but there's yeah, I yeah. Mean, so you've got you've got that, and there's a cap at eight million. If your game sells eight million copies, I mean. Jesus, man, pay the people. <laughs> like that's yeah, yeah. That's when you've made some mad bank. At two million copies, you have got to be starting to turn a profit at the very least. And it's every Here's... it's every two million. It's two, four, six, and eight, and it doesn't go beyond eight. If your game sells more than eight million copies, then damn, you know. <laughs> Here's what I see happening. I see them getting it, and I see the price of games going up. Um, I, I think if they decide to do that, then fuck them. Because no, that's, no, that's it's garbage. about time, though. Honestly, the games—they've been the same price for a few years now. It is—it's actually pretty low. That's one thing that I've heard from a lot of people within this, within that industry, is saying, "Guys, the, there is so much more they put into games today than they were, you know, uh, eight years ago, yeah, ten years ago, and it's the same price. That it's—it's." It's, you know, it's 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 they are shocked that we're, it's 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 it stayed the same. We'll talk more about this when we get back. We're gonna take a quick break though. We'll get more back into this again. You're list, listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And before our break, we're talking about uh, uh, the the I was gonna say the right the strike <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going on and. Yeah, and we we'll kind of talk about the prices and whatnot. I could totally see them raising it ten bucks. Um, uh, I, I for triple games. I think that I think that that would be an easier argument to make if it weren't for the prevalence of microtransactions. I think That's true. I think but... that kind of blunts that argument a little bit. Yeah, I guess I'm just saying don't be surprised because if the if the cost of making the games are going to be going up because of things like this. I would not be shocked in the least if suddenly a game is seventy dollars for a AAA title. Um, you know, I, I I actually love the idea now that we are getting more titles that are twenty dollars and ten dollars. Yeah, and there's and there's your there's your backside to that. That may finally be what gets the return of the budget title. We right. may finally start seeing a bunch more forty dollar games that way. Right, right. I'm just saying the. The AAA titles, just like movie ticket prices, they skyrocketed over the last, you know, 10, 15 years. But video games has not. And the, and, and it's been the same progression, I think. They, they've made the same, you know, ch- uh, changes in the way we see it and the way we view it and the way we play it. And, um, yeah, no, I, I – yeah, I, I think the AAA titles, it's it's going to have – any of the – and I, I hear that constantly from the people from, like, Giant Bomb and Kind of Funny. They're like – we are right on the edge of that happening. They're shocked it hasn't happened this generation. If anything, I guess it would happen in the next generation. That would be the smoothest way to kind of go, okay, now we're going to do $70 games. And who knows? Maybe maybe that does make people not want to uh, purchase them anymore. But I, I think uh, – because I, I, I get it from a business standpoint because I do – there are a lot of great points there. But looking yeah. at it looking at it from, if you will, from, from just a dumb consumer perspective – you have to pay 30 bucks for a season pass. 
you you can or in some people's estimations have to pay who knows how much in microtransactions to keep up like you're putting you're putting a hundred bucks into the game already well i don't think they see it like that i think they say sixty dollars that's the game that's the game we envisioned and here's this extra stuff if you want to pay for it i i don't i think that they see it that way i don't think that that consumers see it that way Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't. The only season pass I think I've ever purchased. No, I bought I bought two. I bought a Mortal Kombat one and I bought uh, the Star Wars one. Yeah, you bought the, the Battlefront one, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus. And now it's like and now you feel pretty stupid, don't you? <laughs> I don't feel stupid. I've enjoyed it. Uh, I don't. I don't look at it the same way a lot of other people do where they're like they have to put a price on you know, how many hours did you get? Not when it came out, dude, I, I've been clamoring for a new star Wars game since how long? Yeah. I would, I don't regret a thing. I've been loving it. I've been playing it. I've been playing all the different, uh, all the different missions, the, the death star one, like it is, I've enjoyed the hell out of it. I do feel a little robbed that it's now just 40 bucks for the whole thing, but whatever. I mean, but what am I going to do? It's what it's, it's a, it's a year after, like that's kind of that's that's to be expected, I think. It is. It is. It's absolutely to be expected. It's same thing when I bought Evolve and now I mean you know, and I I see now that they're not even supporting the game anymore. So um and you know, I think it's free, right? Yeah, it's, it went free to play when they when they uh when they re kind of rebooted the whole thing, really. Right. And, and evidently it, that is... didn't work out too well for them. Right. And we've been around long enough to know that Early adopters, people that are in the gate first, are usually burned. Like, I, same thing with the VR. Like, I'm sure three years from now, there's going to be a wireless one that has the same things as a Vive, you know, where it knows where you're at in the room and all that other stuff. Like, and I'm sure I'm going to look back and go, why did I drop that? On, it's it's going to come with the PS5. It's going to be, it's going to be, it, and it's going to be stylized. It's not going to be PS5. It's going to be PSV. And then there's going to be an R in there somewhere. Like they'll find a stylized way to do it. Like that's going to be it moving forward. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though. And that's one other thing I kind of wanted to talk about. We got some time. We don't, there's, there's some other things on the news. We'll get to the switch and whatnot, but you know, that's one thing about the VR. I, I kind of came to the conclusion that is it, it, it felt like it did feel like the, you know, the first time I got an HD television, you know, it felt like the first time I got my own gaming PC. It felt like uh, when I got the PlayStation 4, it was like, here's something new and different. Or the first time I got a 3DS or the Wii. You know what I mean? It was like a different way to play. But at the same time, I don't think anything is ever going to take away from the traditional style of playing with a controller and looking at a screen. There's something relaxing to that. Um, you know there's you where you're not having to like put on even though putting on the headset and everything else it's the most it was way smoother than than the vive but i think i don't think anything's ever going to take away from that moving forward i think it's just going to be this extra like at least that's how it feels right now it's like here's this i don't want to say peripheral because that sounds bad but it's like here's this extra thing where you can play these other games over here um does that make sense yeah 
Well, because I mean, because yeah. connect and move were kind of on the same trajectory, just just in terms of like, it's not an add-on; it's a whole new thing, and right, and didn't you know? It's a lot of this depends on just how much third-party support, especially, you're going to get going forward. Yes, bingo. So that that's the thing they have to master. You know, I think they mastered games where you're in cockpits because that's the perfect thing. I honestly wish they would have done a Batman tank game because it would have been perfect. The Batmobile game in yeah. this thing, like when I when I play Battlezone, um, that's one that I haven't purchased yet, but I absolutely want. And the demo, I I tested it, and the best way I can explain it is it's like it is like a Universal Studios ride. Where you're sitting in the physical car, and so you see your car, it's stationary, you're inside of the tank, but everything else is moving out around it. And so, like, it, it is, it is, it was by far one of the best experiences I had with it because, you know, I don't know, it's hard to explain. You're stationary in it, you're looking around, though, and it's as if you're looking around in your tank. You're shooting the tanks ahead of you, you have a a, uh, a map down at the bottom. Uh, there's things coming out in the air, but it doesn't make you sick. The controls are super easy, and it's fun. It, it reminds me of old-school arcade games, which I guess makes sense because it was an old-school arcade game. Right. Um, and and those type of experiences I see really taking off. If they, it, I think you have to. I don't know. You have to kind of change. I I don't want to play big triple a titles in this though if that makes sense i don't want to play the next uncharted in this i don't want to play assassin's creed in this oh i guess assassin's creed would be a little bit cooler but i want more games like that like arcade style i'm where yeah i'm okay with the idea of like here's the way you can play a game or if you play it in first person mode you have a vr option that's true like that's true i i I like I like the idea of what they're doing with Star Wars. They're putting you in an X-wing. That makes perfect sense. Right. Doing where you're a, a person running around would not make sense in VR. Not yet, at least. It, Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. it's it's really and and the things that surprised me the most was the third-person view. Res is by far one of the best games I played on it, and it is this weird. It's hard to explain. It's like, it's like what I imagine people in the '80s thought hacking looked like. You know? Okay. Where it is so, uh, I can't even think. It's it's like hackers. You know? It's like, um, it is you're 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 behind this wire, uh, person, and he's flying through the air, and you are attacking all these targets that are coming out at you, and it's all wireframed, and then it changes, and then the the world morphs around you and it's super super hard to explain without just go look at res uh i think it's res infinite uh the vr whatnot okay go look at the youtube video of what that is and when you're experiencing it in the vr it's really cool and that was one of the things that made me go this is something you could not do and it would not it would not pay off in a regular screen right there's no way that people it's just the way you have to move your, your head and neck around and, 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 and aim at things, and it would not be the same experience sitting down in front of a television. And those are the kind that I want to play in the VR, the ones where it takes me away from those kind of games where I'm like, that's the only way I can play that game. And uh, I want, uh, and I'm, maybe I'm the minority here, but 
I, I absolutely want those more of those experiences where if I have the, 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 the uncharted or whatnot, those are the, I want to sit back on the couch and relax and, and dive into. But yeah, like you said, having experiences or, or the option would be cool, you know? Yeah. Which um, there's, there's how your price goes up because I know that's gotta be expensive as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. To, Add that, uh, and I think they they're starting to do that. I mean, the new Tomb Raider it, that they have that. If you buy the Tomb Raider game, you get the VR experience with it, where you're exploring her house. Yeah. So so that's how you do it. That's exactly how you do it. So you know, hopefully the next Star Wars game and the next Batman game, or you know Justice League or whatever the heck they're doing. Um, hopefully they come with VR experiences where you can jump in and, and play around with. And uh, if you have one, let people play it. That, that's one of the biggest things I've learned is that people have no idea what to expect when they've never done it before. And when they get in there, they're like, oh, shit. Like I had someone do the uh, the London heist and they're shooting, you know, they're, they're shooting at the cars next to them. They're shooting at the motorcycle. They're shooting and they're like – like I, he, the way he said it was like I didn't think that like – the depth would be there. And I'm like, yep, that's one of the first things I noticed is that, you know, yeah. you, 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 the guy sitting next to you feels like he's sitting the right distance from you. The, the cars in front of you feel the right distance in front of you. It does. You, you completely forget your brain tricks you into thinking you're looking at a screen. Yeah. Um, and it's really, it's really cool. Um, nice. I'm, I'm really glad I got it. And you know what I could see really working here? Mm -hmm. Racing games. Well, see, I, I I heard that there is one for it. There's what is it? Is it? Uh, it's not Drive Club. It's the Crew, right? I thought it was Drive Club. Or it may maybe be, it's. It may be Drive Club. I heard it wasn't that good though. Really? But it, it doesn't mean that racing games would not be good. But yeah, no, I could totally see racing games being perfect for this, like uh, like a NASCAR or something. Um, that would you want a NASCAR experience? There you go. Like that's, yeah, yeah. That's I could absolutely see that being cool. Apparently, it just I guess it wasn't good the way the uh, it just looked. And that's the other thing is you have to set your expectations with this with the VR because it's not you're not looking at. I think the ads are a little misleading because they don't really show you the 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 quality. They it, it, it you know when the Batman one you literally it shows an actor falling into the right the batman the the it's almost like going from playstation 4 to like a playstation 3.5 um because it's not the you know it's not the full high resolution there's maybe a little bit of a screen door effect but it's hard to explain because as much as i'm saying this at the same time you're completely immersed in the world and there's no describing that to you when 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 batman opens up you are playing out the death of your parents so you're looking all around the alley and the alley feels gigantic because you're a child and your your parents are standing next to you and i can't explain it I, I can't you look behind you the alley's behind you and there's water dripping and there's a cat running and you look forward and the guy's in front of you coming with the gun and, you, and then you see your dad fighting with like it is completely immersive but at the same time it is not mind you know melting graphics that are gonna you know it's hard to explain right um uh but that's a few generations down the road you know what i mean that's, well, that's... I, here's something i wonder 
does the PS4 Pro fix that? It might. It might. And this is why I feel that the non-realistic games look the best. Because they this don't is, have to be, yeah. They don't have to be. This is why the stylized, this is why Nintendo games look amazing on the hardware they're on, because they're not realistic. They are stylized. They're more cartoony. And exactly. Those, like Res and the Battle Tanks and, and Battle Zone or whatnot, those all look fantastic in it. You, 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 it, it. The graphic quality doesn't even matter for those. You start to notice when you're playing London Heist and when you're playing the Batman game, you're like, oh, okay, because those go for a more realistic look. But if they had like Batman Beyond in it and it's stylized like the anim- like the like the cartoon yeah holy shit like that that would be perfect you know um though like you said kind of like a, a telltale i didn't even think about that that would actually be really good um so little things like that like it i i, I it the thing about vr and i've said this over and over and i guess i've kind of ended with it there is that you have to try it yourself there is no explaining this there's no way to to for you to understand what it looks like inside of it without actually doing it yourself and you'll get an idea you might go oh that's what he's talking about you know that's when it might make a little bit more sense because i'm sure i'm not making that much sense to someone who hasn't tried it <laughs> um but yeah no so i mean we'll and kind of move on from that we got some big video game news uh so the nx was officially announced it is the switch um, well, first of all, what do you think about the name? I, I'm okay with it. Seeing, yeah. Especially seeing how it does genuinely switch between, what, they had three, four different kinds of, of play modes? I, sure, yeah. it makes sense. Why not? Why, you know, why try to be clever? They went from Wii to Wii U, and that was a confusing just catastrophe. So it's just yeah. simple. I, I, no problem with that. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it was... Um, the name's warmed on me. It, I'm warming up to it. Um, I like it. It is much better than like Wii U. No, Nintendo has some really good names like Nintendo 64 and GameCube and Super Nintendo. Like they've usually pretty good, except for you know Wii U. Um, but uh, you know, it, it, I like it. I like you know. And now when I think of the Switch, I I hear that clicking sound. You know, yeah. And I think that's the that was the whole idea of them constantly doing that in the commercial. Um, so basically what we saw is uh, – and I thought it was a perfect way for them to show off how this works where you could be playing um, at your house with your controller and suddenly you see him take the two sides off of the controller and then you see him snap it onto uh, the home console and lift up and suddenly there's the screen and you have what looks like kind of like a Vita, um, which is a screen in the middle. And the two sides have, you know, the two analog sticks um, and the the four buttons on each side. I think there was like a menu button, probably like an option button, and then there's two ones that are down below, um, which I'm not sure what are for. So it's hard to explain you know, over audio all of that, but right. uh, go look. Go look at the Nintendo Switch. The commercial and everything else is out there. Um, and I liked how, you know, he was just sitting – they explained. You're sitting on your couch. You got to take your dog out. Boom, click, you're done, you're right at the same screen, you paused it, you clicked it, you went, um, and he was able to play it on the go, and that's perfect. That's, this, I looked at this and saw the future, and I know how corny and cheesy that sounds, but this is where we are. This is where we have to be now. There can't be a disconnect between consoles and handhelds anymore. So having a console that is also, that you can take with you, that's, I mean, that is it. Nintendo... 
I think this is kind of what the Wii U was a stepping stone towards. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. now they've got it perfected. I don't care that it doesn't have a touchscreen. Like, that was something I saw. They're like, it doesn't have a touchscreen. I don't care. I'm not a touchscreen aficionado. I, I right. don't give a damn. Um, the, only, the only saving grace to me, which the touchscreen had, was that, that making Mario look the, the most interesting. And they might, they're not going to be able to do that anymore. But it, whatever. It's okay. You know, we have the 3DS. We can always play that on. But I, looking at, and you know, the way that it was funny because then, you know, they were like, oh, if you have two players, well, hey, guess what? You have two sticks. So yeah, for certain, that surprised me. Yeah, for certain games, they can be repurposed. And that makes perfect sense because it's going to be games where you're not doing, you know, I, nobody's going to be playing like Street Fighter this way. I don't think. Right. Like, no, would... no, 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 no. This is going to be for like super. The, the, well, they showed it. It was Mario Kart. Right. You know, that's perfect. You have a go. You have a stop. You have a button to, to hit people with. Um, and you get a D-pad. You know, that's it. That's all. That is genuinely all you need. And I think you still have what, like the two triggers on the side or whatnot, but right. but yeah, it, it's it's the, and the other one they showed was the NBA 2K, and that's kind of perfect too, like little sports games, um, you know. It, and and again, the, the another thing that's come out since then is that uh, none of those games are officially announced, um, and like like most things, they weren't the actual footage. You know, it was it was it, you know. In post, they put it on the right. uh, the device. So, well, that being said, they did announce, you know, uh, oh, I wish I had the list in front of me. Um, uh, they, uh, third party. Right. Um, there was a whole big, uh, what I, okay. you got it? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's a whole list. There is um, 505 Games, Activision, uh, Atlas. Bandai Namco, um, Bethesda, Capcom. I'm not going to go through all of them, but like, you know, the big ones: WB, Ubisoft, um, Unity, Silicon Studio, um, Havoc, Tall Tale, uh, Sega, Konami, EA. It, the list goes on. There, there's a huge list, but uh, I, I'm hesitant because I think they did the same list for the Wii U. Um, but I, level five. I, I am so I've, I have so much more faith in this than I did that because I could see them. This is going to be super easy to port over to, you know, this is going to be something where, you know, uh, someone comes out with the new Call of Duty. It can go on all the systems, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like the the the, the third party games, it looks like there's going to be a lot of support for this. Um, and the biggest surprise to me was. Skyrim. Yeah, show. it was. I about went through the roof when I saw that because I didn't think that was what I was actually looking at. Yeah, right. I thought, okay, well, what is this? Is this like some weird, you know, RPG? No, and I was like, oh no, that's Skyrim. That's the Skyrim remastered. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, Skyrim on the go. Heck yeah, I, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, you yeah. know, so uh, that that surprise the hell out of me and i loved that and uh bethesda you know came out and said we are happy to be partners with them so you know i imagine i i, I can't imagine that's not going to come out for it you yeah, know i the, imagine it is absolutely going to come out for it um the the confirmed games that we have are the new zelda uh dragon quest 11 uh the new project sonic game and the next just dance game 
Those are what all the ones. Mario? Well, those are the ones that are like officially confirmed. The, it did say Mario. The the ones. Hang on. The the ones that were shown that are uh, what they've got here in the likely but not confirmed column. Uh, new Super Mario, New Mario Kart, Splatoon, uh, 2K17, and Skyrim Remastered. Right. And, and then... did you notice that Mario is collecting rings? What? Yeah, in the game, he's collecting rings. What? Yeah, he... no. go watch the commercial again. He's going forward collecting rings. No. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hell no. I we're not gonna have odd. we're not gonna have like Mario's Sonic Adventure, are we? I mean, maybe I maybe I was looking at it wrong. I could be wrong. It could be coins. I guess I go back and rewatch it, but I thought that was weird. I yeah, I would have called that weird too. <laughs> yeah, um, I could be wrong though. So please tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, dude, Skyrim on the like I'm just gonna sit in the cab and play Skyrim. Like, are you kidding me? Exactly. Hell like that, yeah. that that's a way you could totally and that's the perfect kind of game. That's like what 300 hours you could explore all over for, you know, that, that that's that's amazing, you know. And um yeah, and I mean let's uh, we'll see, you know, it, what I'm curious now and I'm sure we'll find out apparently next year is the battery life, you know, kind of uh the 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 specs and stuff like that. And what do we we get this in March? Yeah. Yeah, so it's not that, dude. This is—it's right around the corner. Um, we're gonna be—we're gonna be holding this thing in our hands, and I'm—I I am super excited. I hope Skyrim is a day one. Um, if I they would... have a, Mar- a Mario and Zelda launch, like, oh, what are the odds of this being bundled with something? You think they're gonna probably bundle the Pro Controller with it? It's—it's it's gotta be bundled with with. I I would hope it gets bundled with a uh with the Pro Controller. But it's also, I mean, you've got to bundle this thing with with a Mario. Here's what I see them doing. I see them doing a $300 price point for just the console, so you can pick it up day one. And then I see them doing a $400 bundle with a Pro Controller and Zelda or something, or Mario. I, I, yeah, that's, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, that, that, that would be the perfect price for a now, controller in a game. Yeah, now you watch, it'll be, like, day one will be like split, it'll be like a Splatoon bundle. <laughs> Oh no, God! That's no. and that would be terrible. It does have to be something new. It's got to be something Zelda. new, and it's got to be big. And I think Zelda I, is the right call. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely, Zelda definitely. Uh, I saw that they're making um, a new Metroid. They uh, a new Metroid game for it. It's in the works. There we go. See? So, so yeah. Let the, the, let this be. Let this be Nintendo's resurrection, more or less. Because after right. the Wii U, like they, they, I mean, their stock rating went down. Like they're not, they're not in tremendous shape. Like they're not going bankrupt, but they're, 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 they need something. And this, yeah. I think this will absolutely be it. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, you know, when I was watching the commercial, I was just like, this is kind of perfect. They did everything they needed to do by showing what it is, how it works. Uh, and that's all they needed to do. You know, we'll 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 get excited down the road when they announce official titles and stuff like that. When they do their, I'm sure they'll do what, uh, what the Nintendo Directs where they talk about it. Yeah, and here's but, and here you go. Here's your your Pokemon console version. It's exactly. Ba- it's just gonna be uh, It's just gonna be the next Pokemon that you happen to be able to play on your TV. Mm-hmm. But you know, 
there you go. Like that's kind this of is what everyone's it's, been wanting. Yeah. yeah, it's I know it's kind of a cheat because really you could do the same thing with the Super Game Boy, where it was like, oh, I'm just gonna put my Game Boy cartridge in here and play on my TV. You know, I I totally see Pokemon Sun and Gold being a launch title or Moon Sun and Gold Sun and Moon being a being a launch title for this as well uh, for the people who don't already have it for the 3ds. And because he, like you like you said, there's no touchscreen stuff on it. Yeah. I, I definitely think so, and I. And Can here's... you imagine launching? A t- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Imagine launching with Zelda, Mario, and Pokemon. Are you kidding? Knockout? <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Everybody's gonna look at that and be like, "Okay, I have to have, I have to have this, and at least all of these." Like right. you, like that's it, man. You you win. Game over. Like, do you that's... come out of the gate that strong, or do you pepper them out? I, I think you have to kind of pepper them out because you if, to, yeah. if you come out of the gate that strong, then where are you for the next, like, year, realistically? Yeah, I, agree. I agree. I agree. I think Zelda is for sure a launch. Um, uh, and then maybe Pokemon. Maybe Mario, they hold off, uh, you know, down the road towards Christmas. I, I think I think definitely Pokemon because we know it's not going to be able to play physical 3DS games. Right. So, yeah, that's the other thing is the Wii U and 3DS are going to be left behind. Right. I'm curious about digital stuff, though. Like, um, I think there'll know. be digital emulation because they made it a point to say physical. Right. So, like, I mean, I, I, that's why I'm curious. I know my my digital 3DS games won't play on it, but what about I've purchased Super Mario Brothers I a think, million times? I know. Like, I hope all the virtual console stuff carries. Yes, that would be awesome. And that's the thing yeah. we haven't found out, like how much storage is on the device, how much battery life is on the device, how their system is going to work with um, – is it going to be like PlayStation and Xbox where we finally now have a unified you know, thing? And it should be because there's one console. And that was that was the, the best thing about this is you know, me, I didn't want to buy – I wanted to buy a Wii U, but I didn't see a point in it when I had a 3DS and I got right. my Nintendo fix there. Now this is taking they're – not, they're not splitting off their market anymore, their user base. They're now uniting them. So now when the, you know you go to the store and you want a Nintendo, if there's one device to get, it's really simple. And I think, I think the fact that Nintendo – this is a handheld at its heart. You can yeah. tell. This was designed as a handheld that can do tremendous things – and you can plug it in and play it on your TV, and that's where Nintendo excels. I will, f- yeah. I, I will always maintain their handhelds have always been better than yeah. than their consoles. I, oh, abs- yeah. I will absolutely maintain that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, we got to take a quick quick break. When we get back, um, we'll get more into some video game news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, I don't know if there's any closing thoughts you wanted to say about the NX before we moved on or just I it looks great and I can't wait to see more of it and it better have a hell of a battery life. Yeah, yeah, no, I I completely agree. I did did like the way it looked like they were able to set up on like a local network. Right, right. Yeah, they talk to each other kind of like the the, the 3DS's can. Right. That was really neat to me. The idea of like instant LAN party. Right. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. That's uh, like that's Mario Kart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I could see the community really liking. It. I could see that at schools being really really fun to play. Oh yeah, um, hell yeah, you kidding? Everybody, all right, yeah. lunch, whole table, like every everybody's yeah, exactly. playing Splatoon, like 
Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no, and I, you know, and did you see the demographic they went after was not kids. It was everybody. It was not families. It was to me it seemed more like millennials. It seemed like 20-year-olds. It was it 30-year-olds. Because, because that's kind of where the market share is. Like yeah, I know kids yeah. and this and that blah blah blah, but look, you know, the idea of who's always had the money is teenagers and a little past. And yeah, I think there was that's no kids in it at uh, all. Yeah. Right. And I think I, I think that was kind of the point of saying, look, you can take this on the go. You're busy. We we understand. We know right. that, that you have a life. You have a commute. You have things that keep you off the couch. So yep. don't so don't choose. Take it with you. Yep. Yep. On your little road trip, like you showed them in the van playing uh, Mario Kart and stuff together. I was like, that's cool. That And then the airport and everything else. I was like, they're really gearing this towards um, – you know, teenagers or 20 year olds and whatnot. And I thought that's smart. That's where you should go that because that's the audience that played the old school Mario games and want that back. Exactly. Um, and, and there's a bit of a casual market share to that too. Oh, absolutely. I, the, the, the casual people who don't, let's say the people who don't own a 3ds, I guarantee you they would buy something like this just to play the old school games. Be like, sure. Oh, you can have Mario and Zelda and all that stuff that I used to play. They would buy it just for that. Absolutely. You know? Um, so I, I thought that was cool. But yeah, no, I mean, I, we've, and, we've talked about it. And the eSports. I love that they included eSports. I am not a big eSports fan, but I'm not stupid enough to think that that's just a fad. Like that's. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I completely agree. <laughs> I thought it was that, was, that was one of the bridges too far, I thought, it was like, Come on, a Splatoon like esports thing, but I like where their heads at. I, I like that the, yeah. their heads in that that hey, we can do that too. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. No, we'll see. Well, uh, man, I and, imagine and, imagine getting something like a Golden Eye type experience on these things where you can sit around with your friends and uh, and play. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. It's, so and that, to be fair, you know, games like a Call of Duty are not going to work as well. As they will on on a on a TV because you need they're designed more for bigger screens, right? Like right. Oh yeah, no no doubt. Yeah. I I, I also love the way the Pro controller looked because it just looked like an Xbox controller. Exactly. Well, it looked like the old Pro controller. Like it, it was pretty much the yeah. same thing. And that's and that's what it should be for something like that. Absolutely. What I'll probably honestly do is get the Pro controller and keep the two sides on the screen and put it in and then play with the pro controller when you're sitting down and then when you take it to go you just kind of lift it off the cradle yeah that's probably how i'm going to be doing it uh when i get it is so go. yeah so the pro controller it seemed bigger for more it just it seemed a little bit smaller when they were two when the two were together yeah but yeah. and of course the internet blew up with like calling it like a sad puppy and stuff yeah well did you see that? Like, I saw someone actually make, like, a sack boy type thing, but with a dog, and the face was the the controller, and it looked adorable. <laughs> it looked really cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, smart design. This is exactly now. D- does this completely? You, I mean, it's obvious, right? This is going to replace the 3ds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now 3ds. Yeah. This is this is the merger of handheld and console. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they're not. Uh, you know, last time they were like, "This isn't going. The 2DS is not going to replace the Game Boy. You know, our our beloved Game Boy." And then after a few months, it was gone. Yeah. Um, this no. is this is their united all of their teams. And that's the other great thing is Nintendo's not going to separate their teams anymore. They're all together. You know, we're not going to have a, a 3DS group and a Wii U group. It's now all together. Where it's now all- just Nintendo. 
Exactly, yeah. And the Mario game is going to be on one system. And now they're not going to split their player base and their games where as before they were. You know, yeah. it seemed like the better titles were actually coming out on the 3DS to me than it, they were the yeah. Wii U. So. Yeah, no, that's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. So, um, well, I think that's it for the uh, Switch news. Of course, we'll talk about more when stuff comes out, but probably not much more until next year. Right. Um, the other one, and this is where I thought on the same day all these trailers came out, they were all about redemption. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good uh, call. Logan, the, the NX, and then Red Dead Redemption 2, the trailer finally was released. Uh, what did you think of it? It was good. It was a yeah. it was a fun little trailer. It was an yeah, announcement. Like, it wasn't really a game trailer. It was just like, hey, this is a thing. Yeah, but I loved it, though. I loved the, oh, all yeah. the little environment yeah. sets and stuff like that. I thought it was perfect. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it looks like a... Uh, it's like a Red Dead game. I don't know. Apparently, people were saying that this could be a prequel. I have no idea. So, um, we'll see. But I thought it looked really good. Um, it's just, it's weird. All those things came out on the same day. It's like, they probably should have planned that better. Yeah, right. I would have had the redemption. Tri- I would have had it. I would have done that on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Um, got some Star Wars Battlefront news. We talked about it earlier. The uh, Ultimate Edition announced with all DLC price at $40. That's a steal, I think. If you haven't played the game and you don't own it, and to get the whole thing at once for forty dollars, um, that's definitely worth it. That's what people were saying it should have been priced at the beginning, with just even the original game, right? Because and there's no single player. Exactly. But with the with with all of the content, which includes the Rogue One stuff that comes out, I think in like two months or yeah, in December. Yeah. That's definitely worth it. The Death Star stuff. It's not story mode, but you follow a story. You are fighting in this, you know, around the Death Star. You fly into the Death Star. You do certain maps. Nice. And you're escorting, and then you go, and then you escape, and then you do the Death Star trench run. So like, it's not story, but it follows a story. It's it's a li- it's a linear. It's it's you know after X goal you proceed to the. It's not just a. It's not like the rest of them where it's just open map. Exactly. Yep. And 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 the 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 modes are all com- like really different. Like like the trench. Like you have to go down the trench, and your team has to get to certain points, and then you know you shoot the the uh, uh, torpedoes or whatever, and it goes down into the into the hole, and you actually see that animation. Nice. <laughs> it goes down in. Death Star explodes, and you either win or you don't. Um, Very so cool. yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. The best, the, like, it's all really fun. Uh, the job, it's fun to run around Jabba's palace. I'm a big star Wars fan, so I know I'm the exception to the rule. I just loved <laughs> all that stuff. So it seemed worth it to me. Um, cause you're like, Hey, what does Jabba's palace look like? You can run all around it. Um, fall into the Rancor pit and you see the dead Rancor there and, uh, rotting. It's so cool. Um, the Bestman stuff's fun. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, 40 bucks. If you haven't played any of it, that's uh, a great price. Yep. Uh, so we got, um, amnesia, uh, uh, collection announced for PS4 to release on November 22nd. I've never played that game of you. And I, I haven't, I uh, evidently these were like the horror games. Oh, okay. So, I, I, you know, oh, okay. I've seen this. I've seen YouTubers play this where they get all freaked out. Yeah. That was kind of the big thing. Like it did. It took off on YouTube. Yeah. 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 That's kind of the, the, the place for that. Um, 
Last Guardian game finally goes gold with December 6th release date. Yeah, finally. Hallelujah. Um, I, I will still believe it when I see it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it looks cool. I mean, uh, didn't we? who did we see recently play that? Was it Xavier Woods? I think I saw someone playing a demo of it or something. Really? Like, oh, nice. they play, maybe it wasn't Xavier Woods. Maybe it was someone else. But um, I remember watching someone playing a demo or something of it, and they were like, it feels really good to play. So I don't know. I don't, my expectations are extremely low. Um, but those games are fun, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, um, and that's where I think it's a good place to be because then I can only be excited. I can only get, you know, have fun with it if my expectations are low. Um, Xbox games for gold November announced: uh, Super Dungeon Bros November first through thirtieth, Xbox One; Murdered Soul Suspect uh, November sixteenth through December fifteenth, Xbox One; The Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition November. Uh, 1st through the 15th, Xbox 360 and 1. Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon. That's a great game. November 16th through 30th, Xbox 360 and Xbox One. And I love it. it, The best thing about that is it's a standalone. You don't have to have Far Cry. It's not an expansion. It's its 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 own little spinoff, and it was just, it was so much fun. It's pure 80s. It's absolutely just pure unadulterated 80s, and I loved it. Oh yeah. Uh, Now, the uh, PlayStation, uh, do you know what the PlayStation Plus games are? I, I didn't see them. Have the, has, has that list come out yet? Um, I guess it says this has been leaked by Asia. I don't know if this is true. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this is true. This can't be true. Um, it, it's, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, it's are saying there's... Raymond Legends. And Watch Dogs. There's no way that's true. Those are two fantastic games. Well, Those are too you, big. Those well, are too big. I, not really. Not really. Rayman Legends uh, has been kind of a free-to-play thing for a while. It Is it had, free-to-play? It was, I bought it. They did something like that on the Wii U, if I remember right. They did a free-to-play version of sorts. Okay. Um, so that one doesn't surprise me. Watch Dogs also doesn't surprise me because the sequel's getting ready to come out. Yeah. No, the Watch Dogs makes perfect sense. Um, yeah, I guess it says it, it, it leaked through an through Asia, the Asia page. Um, I don't know. So take that with a grain of salt. We'll, you'll probably find out within the next few days. Um, but it, Yeah, it should be what next – it's gotta be. It's gotta be at some point Next because, week. yeah, because so, that's yeah. It should be announced this week. So probably by the time this goes up, um, <laughs> you'll know what games it is. Uh, if it is Watch Dogs, if it is Rayman Legends, or if it is both, those are all fantastic games. Uh, Rayman Legends is basically the their Mario, um, and it is fantastic. There is so much content. Have you played it? Which one? Rayman Legends. Yeah. Yeah. There is so much content in that game, unlockables, character unlockables, levels, uh, to, to and then like I like an idiot have to get all the little guys in every level. Right. So I don't move on to the next one until I get all the little guys. Um, but it is it is a fantastic game that you can sit down with your your family and play. Um, Watch Dogs, hey, free, I'll take it. I know there was a lot of complaints about the first one, but hey, it's free, whatever. <laughs> a free, you know, open world game like that. Um yeah to get you prepared for the sequel uh perfect absolutely I've, I've got a list. i've got a different leaked list here okay um Shoot. chrono phantasma extended which i've never heard of um nope uh everybody's gone to the rapture which was a walking simulator basically 
<laughs> and Saints Row 4 reelected. Um Saints Row 4 is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, the other I'm sorry, it was uh, it was Blaze Blue Chrono Phantasma extended. Still have no idea what you just said, but <laughs> yeah, <okay>. right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, those those usually go up on Wednesdays, so it it may be up if if we get something before we finish recording here, we'll we'll dive into it, but Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean uh, it's that's November's kind of the perfect month to do that in to get everybody excited, uh, you know, for the for the games coming out. Right. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so I think that does it for video games. Uh, we got some extra news here we can dive into. Um, AT and T company is bidding to buy Time Warner. In in just yeah, and sorry, I cut you off there. There was more to it. Oh yeah, no, for eighty five point four billion dollars. Yeah. This is an awful, horrible, terrible idea. Absolutely terrible. Uh because we H- AT and T will own Harry Potter. Uh, well, I mean and you know, and DC. <laughs> DC Comics. AT and T, a phone company, will purchase DC Comics. Oh, it's just terrible. Not to mention Time Warner Cable, which was just bought by which also just bought what, Charter or was just bought by Charter or something? Yeah. So oh. I mean, your your internet choices are gonna are gonna wind up being Verizon or AT and T, at the yeah. rate this is going, and that's terrible. It's a bad thing, man. It is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. Monopolies are bad, not just because it, it ruins families. Yeah. No, I, I I completely agree. That is that I don't see how that can actually happen. I mean, that's too big. I imagine that would get stopped, right? I yeah, it has to go before what is it, the FCC or 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 whatever it is, that yeah. uh, and they have to, they have to approve all the different mergers and this they can't do this, man. No, that would be terrible. That'd be absolutely terrible. Um. I started seeing some of my friends getting notices in the mail from Comcast saying that they have a data limit now at the, their home. And Comcast has been doing that. I think it's like a terabyte a month. Yeah, wow. a terabyte a month, which which apparently is hard to get to. But I could totally see me getting to a terabyte if I got a new console and I was like, oh, I need to download all my games. Well, here's the thing. If you do – and this is the thing. If you have a family, say you've got two kids. One watches Netflix all day. One plays video games all day, plus whatever you and your spouse do, you're going to hit that terabyte. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to add up really fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – and you're downloading games or movies or whatever. It, it, that's – I don't know. I would hate – I hate getting a limit. That's why I have Sprint for my mobile, so I have unlimited. And, I mean, I have Bright House, which is unlimited data. You know? So, oh, man, I – I don't like that idea. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. Um, uh, actually, let's take a quick break. When we get back, um, we'll get into some of the extra news and some reviews. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And uh, got a little bit more news to talk about. Um, oh, you know what? I don't think I have any more. You're going to have to take it. You can. Okay, yeah. Um, we've got uh, the uh, resurrection line at Marvel. They've announced some of the new uh, X-Men titles that they've got coming up. Uh, we, I think we knew about Iceman already from last week. Right. Uh, but now we've got Generation X, Cable, and they're bringing back the gold and blue teams. 
Yes, each, that's awesome. And each one of them is getting their own monthly. Cool, 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 man. I'm I'm excited for that. I like the X Men. Um, uh, you know, I can't wait for. I I want them, I want them to have normal titles again, so I'm not like, which title do I need to follow? Right. Um, yeah, X Men Gold, X Men Blue. That's easy. That's simple to know. I can look at each team and go, which characters do I like, and then uh, go from there. I'll probably pick up both and and get a feel of to what they're both like. Um, and uh, and take it from there. So yeah, I'm glad. You know, it's always been worrying some with the news with Marvel and and Fox and how <laughs> you know Marvel wanted to like remove the X Men. It was it was disheartening because that's why I. That's why I, that's why I got into Marvel Comics, and yeah. so good to see the back, um, and hopefully better <laughs> than ever. Um, yeah. We got some Invincible Iron Man news here. Yeah, Variant this couple. yeah, this was interesting. Uh, the for the new Invincible Iron Man, uh, one of the variant covers for issue one is going to have uh, Ariel Johnson on it. She is the first no, is it first black female comic shop owner. Oh, and she, okay, that's cool. She, yeah, she opened a place in Philadelphia called Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. Oh, nice. And so they're paying homage to her. That's awesome. Yeah, that is very cool. That is really cool. Um, awesome. Uh, let's see here. You go ahead and take the next one. Yeah, <laughs> um, the, yeah just a quick little aside. Um, in 2017, the, uh, the story of Baron and Luthien from, the, uh, from all the Middle-Earth stuff, uh, is going to get its own release. It was originally part of... It was one of the stories in, like, Tales of Middle-Earth or, like, some little anthology collection. But now it's getting its own mm-hmm. release. I thought that was neat. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? Any more news, or are we going to go into reviews? I think that's it for news. All right, all right. So let's get into some reviews. Um... Uh, what should we do first? Walking Dead, Flash, WWE. By the way, everything's going to be spoiler on from here on out. Um, yeah, we'll big time. We'll kind of a little heads up. Big yeah, but it's going to be big time spoilers. <laughs> so if you need to check out, check out. We'll see you guys next week. If not, stay in. Um, but yeah, man, Walking Dead. I loved I loved the way that they that they swerved it. Yeah. Like they had, oh, their, yeah. they had their cake and ate it too. Just when you felt like, oh, okay, so that's not that bad of a loss. It, a little part of me go... A little part of me was like, well, that was a little disappointing because I wanted someone bigger. Right. But that at was... the same time, I was a sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and no. Then, oh, and then it's just like, oh, no. And then afterwards, it makes sense. They had to do it. Yeah. And, and and God, was it disgustingly close to the image in the comics. Yeah, big time. Have you seen all the backlash about it? Uh, People getting grossed out. Well, just how many different groups are like, they've gone too far. I imagine. I honestly thought the same thing too. I didn't think they could have done that on television, and um, I could, I, I honestly understand why people would be grossed out by that. But that's the point. If you're, it's The Walking Dead. Like, that is the whole idea of the show: is that these people can go at any time, and it is going to get grossed. I honestly was disgusted by it. I, I didn't want to watch it anymore. Um, not to say I don't want to watch the show. I'm absolutely going to tune in next week. But it made me uneasy. It made me grossed out. It made me sad. But that is the whole idea that's behind this. Right. And that's it, the point it, of this character. Like he does for all of his talk about fairness and everything and, and keeping to his deals, he revels in the violence. Right, right. And it, if it if it didn't if I didn't care about the characters, 
we would have a whole bunch of people complaining they're leaving the show because they don't care about the characters. Right. And and so you know to to see to see what happened to Glenn was just disturbing. You should be disturbed. That is not a normal thing to see or view. And uh, I imagine uh, it's it, it honestly a lot of my friends it made them sick to the stomach where they're like I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. And I was like that's fair, but that's the point. You should keep that in mind. That if it didn't make you feel anything, it would also be terrible. It'd be even worse. Right. Um, and that you know the actor's still alive. He's 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 gonna move on and do great things. And you know he he had this fantastic job. Don't don't you know come back to reality for just a minute. You know and and realize that these guys are having a great time. They're enjoying themselves and they're telling a story. You know. And so as much as it was disturbing to see, and I imagine it was, if it disturbs you that much, don't watch it anymore. It's it, honestly there's so many people that do. It's not going to change. Uh, you know, from the show getting canceled or anything like that. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's pretty safe at this point. So I don't know. I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a really good episode because it did make me completely grossed out and uneasy. And I honestly thought, well, now they've done two. What's to stop him from doing Maggie? What would stop him? And, with, and then with Rick and his son, that I was for sure he was going to cut his hand off. That was the part that made me the most uneasy. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm not one much for gore. Like, it, it doesn't, like, it really doesn't sit well with me. But, but like, that was there and over. You could, you could turn away and they're like, okay, they've cut to something else. That whole sequence was what really disturbed me. And oh, that, it really was. That was where you got to see this is who Negan is. This is where we're going right. to go from here. Yep, and the decisions that you would have to make, and it's like, who could ever make that decision to cut off your 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 son, only living heir, you know, in this world, cut off his arm, and it's like, and and the balls, the balls on his son, where he's just like, just do it, just, just you do know? it, like I, I yeah, <laughs> like save everybody, take my arm, uh, gladly take. That's the way it felt like he was like, take my arm to save everybody. This isn't a choice, just do it, you know. Like, good lord. Like, I think I think people have a little bit more respect for Carl now where it's like, oh, man. It, yeah. So and then Rick, you know, he's he's completely broken. Yeah. He's completely broken in. And that was the whole idea. That was the whole idea behind it. Um, <laughs> and to, to Negan, it's pretty smart to, to 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 break, you know, a group like that. But it's not over. There's a lot more to come. This isn't the uh, the end of uh, Nick versus Regan or Negan Regan <laughs> Negan. So you'll you'll see down the road. There's a lot more to come, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. We only got a few more minutes. Uh, I didn't watch the flash, but you could talk about it. In I it was uh, it was good. There was some interesting moments. Um, there was a really great comedy moment between Wells and Cisco. That oh, was nice. fantastic. It was like a there was like a quick little thirty seconds that was just hysterical. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I feel like we've missed a lot of Cisco this season. He's um, oh he's back he's back in a big bad way today. Okay. He, good, oh yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, Cisco is good, and good. in 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 rare form, big time. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Good. Good. <laughs> that's that's what I look forward to. Yeah. yeah. You like no? I mean, uh, yeah. Tuesday I was just, I was just exhausted. <laughs> I watched the World Series and went right to bed. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's no, that um, was good. It well, was we got good. a few more minutes yeah. to talk about. Um, yeah, let's talk. Uh, we'll talk WWE real quick. Um, really, there was just Raw this week. Uh, I didn't get to okay. see SmackDown last night. Um, 
So I don't know if there was any more no chin music, but uh... <laughs> I think he teamed up with Dean for something. But yeah, I was watching the World Series. Uh, nice. I'll catch up on it this week, though. Yeah, I mean, Raw was OK from what I'm seeing Smackdown. Like, I loved how like the image I saw was like was like Negan in front of the group and Negan's head was the Smackdown Live logo and everybody else's head was the Raw logo. <laughs> so evidently, yeah. like they're all saying like Smackdown was so good last night. Well, it, the thing is, is I feel like we've seen the same matches on Raw a million times now. Right. And That's the problem with the split, I think, is as much as I like it, we're seeing the same matches over and over and over and over and over. There's, it's always the same people. They really need to pump in some new talent. They really got to bring some from NXT now. Yeah. 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 Um, cause, uh... And I – here's – here's the interesting thing they're trying they are trying to build stars and i think maybe i think maybe they overestimated the draw that some of them would have uh because i noticed there was no nia jacks this week oh really i i don't even think there was i don't even think she was there last week was she like i don't she, think so no. like she had her match against alicia fox at what was it clash of champions and yeah. and, and and i don't think she's been on tv since I don't think. Um, I I kind of like the Sami Zayn Braun Strowman thing, just yeah. because it shows like when Sami Zayn took off around the ring and Strowman almost caught him. Right. Like that freaked me out. A guy that big should not be able to run that fast. Right. 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 <laughs> that was terrifying. And Sami Zayn um, knows how to put on show. I've I've seen some behind the scenes with him where the psyche he gets into before a match where he has to like we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this, this would be great if we both did that, and he's totally into that, and you can oh, tell yeah. in a match. Yeah. When, like, he gets everybody excited and pumped, he throws his hands up. Um, yeah, it's, no, I mean, I just, I feel like we're saying this, seeing the same tag team matches. I, I um, think... They're I doing think, every, they're doing every thing, yeah. but Enzo uh, and Cass versus New Day. I think, like, everyone's fought each other besides those two, and maybe they're saving that for later this year. Uh, maybe, um, but I but I, but I agree with I your know. point. I, I feel like this... we've we've got to spice it up a little for sure. Yeah, and the the the, the I feel like we've seen Jericho and and Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins for like the last four to five weeks in the same exact match. So they got to spice that up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we see some changes after Hell in a Cell, and then some big changes after Survivor Series for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we got to get out of here. We're taking out. Uh, make sure you go to our website. Uh, uh, well, I mean, our Facebook group, uh, uh, We Geek Podcast. Um, we, ge- uh, we Geek Podcast. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the Podbean. What's the What's the URL? Uh, it's just a wegeekpodcast.podbean.com, I think. There we go. Our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast. Our Twitter, at We Geek Podcast, at The Logan Witt, at Adam Estep. Um... And that's it. We'll see you guys next week. Captain. Captain. Captain.